Hi everybody, Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain Radio. Today is the day for your daily argument. So, uh, recently, Donald Trump has cut the uh, CIA funding that was going out to a bunch of rebels in Syria. These are the people that were considered to be U.S. allies and uh, moderates and just all-around Jeffersonian Bedouin aiming to bring peace, stability, democracy, free markets, separation of church and state, and prosperity to Syria. The question is, why did he stop the funding so abruptly? Well, it really wasn't that abrupt. So earlier this year, Donald Trump, the president, was shown a video of these Syrian rebels. And the video that he saw was of five bearded, obviously, men, and their smirking away as they are sitting around a boy who's in the back of a pickup truck. And one of them uh, grabs the boy's hair and another one just sort of sneeringly slaps his face. And then one of them pulls the boy's head back and uses a knife to saw the child's head off. And then he holds it in the air like a trophy. Now, of course, there are Islamic State snuff videos that are out there, but this was not the work of the Islamic State. This uh, beheading of a child was the work of America's allies in the region. This is the people who are being funded and, and armed. And they, you know, their stated goal, this group, is to build an Islamic State. They've been recorded firing on civilians. Uh, There's another group that the U.S. is funding that has been selling ISIS fighters to Syria at $50,000 a head. And a significant number of ISIS fighters uh, who are dislodged from other regions are going to go to Syria to join the rebel groups that are funded and supported by the United States, by the CIA. This is kind of all you need to know about where the world is, about what the deep state is, about what so often foreign policy is. It's all you need to know. It's all you need to know about the mainstream media and how much of your mind and your life is controlled by falsehoods. There was the boy in in Turkey. He drowned in Turkey. You saw the picture of the boy face down and the four-year-old boy face down in the water. This, of course, opened up the hearts, minds, and taxpayer wallets of sentimental people in Europe escalating the migrant crisis. Uh, Recently, in a a survey, less than 2% of the migrants actually even came from Syria. And the fact that Syria is in civil war does not grant them refugee status. Uh, War does not trigger refugee status. And this boy, of course, uh, his uh, father was seeking dental care and, and overloaded a boat, and it was not the fault of Western taxpayers or the next generation who's going to have to live with all these decisions. You're just programmed. You all right. So you saw the boy drowned in the waves on the shore of Turkey. Turkey is not currently at war, and therefore Turkey was a safe place. But I'm sure you have not seen the actual beheading of a boy 
by these five U.S. allies in Syria. Why not? Why not? Hillary and Obama set up some of this funding to these allies. Didn't pull it. Didn't yank it. It took someone from outside the swamp to come in and see just how much money was being... I mean, think, forget about the money sent to Iran, for God's sakes. Astounding. But it took someone from the outside to be morally shocked enough to cut off this funding. I mean, Trump went to all of his intelligence guys and said, what the hell are we doing here? Why, why are we giving money to these monstrous, these child-beheading, video-shooting, uploading, and cheering monsters of savagery and slaughter? And no one had any good arguments. Nobody had any good, oh, I don't know. It's just what we do. So these were the people in charge. This is not a left-right thing. I mean, what happened in, in Iraq, what happened in Afghanistan as a result of the invasions of 2001 and 2003, also monstrous. The town of Volusia has been studied by geneticists and as a result of depleted uranium and other weaponry that affects genes, it is the most genetically compromised group these geneticists have ever studied. It, it's monstrous how long this is going to go on, this this. Uh, genetic destruction of a population. But these are the people in charge. They send money and weapons to people who end up beheading children. The media won't report on it. They won't cut their funding. They won't change what they're doing. And these are the people who are in charge. Are you, are you really beginning to understand this? That these, I mean, prior to Trump, these were the people in charge. Trump comes in and basically says, what the hell are you people doing? Yanks the funding. John McCain, you see, was very pro all of this funding, met with uh, some of these groups out in Syria, who turned out to be, of course, the usual radical nutjobs. John McCain, you see, is so committed to integrity, is so committed to providing wonderful health care to the American poor that he's willing to scuttle an admittedly flawed repeal and replace of Obamacare, because you see, he's all about the virtue, he's all about the caring, he's all about the compassion and the empathy, the consideration, which is why he continued to allow funding to flow to these groups who, one of whom was beheading children. This is what we're up against. This is what needs to be seen. Now, of course, there are lots of people who know the horrors that go on in U.S. foreign policy. There are estimates that millions or tens of millions of people have died as a direct result of U.S. foreign policy. And you can look at pictures of Iran and, and Afghanistan, Iraq even, in the 1950s, and no burqas, no, very few, Women could go to school and go to university and wear miniskirts and bathing suits and so on. And that the spread of this very toxic ideology in the Middle East, outside the Middle East now, has a lot to do with the destabilization, both internally and externally, to the countries in the region. Say what you say. Say what you like about Saddam Hussein, but... 
If Saddam Hussein was such a monster, it is the job of the people internally to choose whether to rebel or not. Many people will choose to live under totalitarianism than risk a revolution, because with a revolution, you know, it doesn't all go the way of the American Revolution. Sometimes it goes the way of the Russian Revolution or the French Revolution um, or the Khomeini Revolution. It doesn't always go the way that you want. It's up to the people in the country to decide and determine when they want to fight and what they want to fight for. It's not, you know, I did a story years ago called Space Aliens from Luxembourg. You can find it on my channel. Maybe space aliens come to America and say, well, you know, your taxes are too high, your government has too much control, you have um, acid forfeiture, you have a, a limited um, capacity to engage in voluntary economic transactions, and your government is um, stealing from you to, to arm people overseas. You live under a kind of dictatorship, so we're going to wipe out 10% of the American population in order to liberate you well the people who get wiped out are not really being given a choice in the matter about what they want to submit to and what they want to rebel against. And of course, whenever there's destabilization in regions, particularly in lower IQ regions, extremists use that as an opportunity to uh, inflict worse systems on the population than were there even before. You have a vicious ideology combined with a low IQ population. You're not going to get a republic. You're not going to get freedom. You're not going to get separation of church and state. That just needs to be understood at the moment. The Middle East has been this way for hundreds of years. It will be this way probably for hundreds of years more. But the first thing you can do, first thing you can do is stop funding people who behead children. That doesn't seem like too much to ask now, does it?